It's Napoli versus Rangers. The Old Firm in Europe's Big League. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley are here for the next hour getting your take, Rangers fans, on what happened tonight, how you sum up this group as a whole, where your team are at in general, because you've gone now to a massive game against Aberdeen at the weekend. Uh, so let's hear from as many of you as possible. 01419511025. Mike is in Edinburgh. Sum up how you feel tonight, Mike. Hey, hi, Gordon. Um, I phoned after the last Napoli game, and it just seems like it's deja vu. Um, I'm just absolutely fed up um, with uh, the club. There's something rotten at the club, and it's uh, transferring on the performances on the pitch. I think Marvin had a point. Um, there's no game plan. Giovanni just sits in the sidelines, no reaction at all. There's just he just doesn't change anything, and the signings um, need to be questioned. Um, I think this enough's enough. I think Gio needs to go, and possibly looking at maybe a manager from Norway and Knutsen. Um, Let me ask you, Mike. How much are you basing on sort of other games and, and not necessarily tonight? Because he actually did change something tonight, and he went, you know, he went to a back five, and, and they looked better. And let's be honest, people would expect Napoli to beat Rangers by a couple of goals, you know, three goals to nil. Is this is this about more than tonight? It's just the application, Gordon. Um, it's just been going on for too many weeks. Far too many weeks now. Um, I can probably rattle off a couple of games a season where we've been half decent. Um, PSV away, Hearts away. That's about it. I mean, we got beat by Union since you were first game of the season, and yeah, we turned it around the eye box. But um, there's just too many insipid performances. Um, as Martin rightly pointed out, there's just no game plan at all. Um, the players are not playing for him. He just simply can't motivate. I mean, Ryan Kent, um, he looks like a player that's playing, he looks like a third division tier player. He's just, just, there's just no, there's just no hunger, no passion. I mean, Morelos is overweight. Um, there's, just, there's just something wrong at the club, Gordon. There's something rotten at the club. I mean, Gerard had an identity and so did Mark Warburton. I mean, Giovanni, he treated it like the last season. I mean, got in the Europa League final, he needs to take the products for that. But this is his, this is his style now, Gordon, and it's transferring onto the pitch. And as Marvin said, there's just no, there's no game plan, there's no identity. I mean, we don't even know what, you know. There's just, I mean, that that one old draw um, against uh, Livingston um, on Saturday that was just completely and utterly unacceptable. There's just no reaction from him on on the sidelines. I mean, I, I don't know what your um, panel think. Yeah, we said this before, Simon, and it's, it's especially true tonight. If you're in the sparkling domestic form, yeah, and you're beating everyone in front of you, and you go and lose three 0 to one of the best teams in Europe, you can stomach that. Yeah, fans like Mike, though, they're just—it's a big picture that they're annoyed at right now. Which is fair enough. Mike makes some good points here. I do, I do feel. Whether there's something wrong at the club, there's a lack of. I mean, he, he touched on Kent there, and how many times did we mention it during that game there? When he loses the ball, there's no a, there's not a reaction to go and a, a hunger to go and get it back. I've watched a lot of Kent this season, and it, it, it probably is a reflection on Rangers. They've got by in games recently. The, the the terrible result against Liverpool, they got by against Motherwell. Now you go to for party three points. You're not complaining, but Rangers fans, I'm guessing, want a bit of style, go and win the game, a bit of form. Then they, they, they struggle against Dundee, 
And as I say, I fancied Livy to go and get something at the game at the weekend, and Aberdeen will come to Ibrox on Saturday and fancy something. But it's it is it's a it's a build up of stuff. I, I said it in the commentary there. Morelos still not fit, mm-hmm. and we're in October. So yeah, there is questions to be asked. I think Marvin, from having sat in the middle between fans who phone in and you football types many times over the years, the biggest um, the biggest sort of difference in mindset between those two parties, we always get fans phoning in and saying the players aren't trying, and we always get professionals saying players don't not try. What is it then? Because I guarantee you Mike's not going to be the only fan who makes this point tonight. I guarantee you. Are the Rangers players trying? And if they are, but it doesn't look like they are, then what, what's going wrong? They are 100% trying. You know, I wouldn't think there's any professional footballer out there who, who goes into games and doesn't try, especially at this level of football and at a club that size. Um, you know, I think tactically they were found wanting in the first half. I think they couldn't get close to the Napoli players. I don't think they could deal with the rotations. I think they made basic errors. Um, I mean, you don't do the basic things well. Mm-hmm. You, you're never going to win games at this level. So I wouldn't say it's a lack of effort, but you know, you need more than effort at this level. Are there not times though when it's actually tactics go out the window and you, as any whoever it is, I don't care if it's Ryan Kent or whoever, you are you're a couple of yards away from another guy. Fans just want you to bust the gut and get there. Can that not happen more? No, one hundred percent. And and that's one thing we said in the first half. You know, we looked at their goals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when you give the ball away, that's a mentality thing. That's not on the manager. That's not on anybody else but the individual. That's the mentality thing. You give it away, get the ball back. Your first reaction should be to get the ball back, not to look around and say, who's going to get the ball back for me? Especially when you're playing at this level, especially when you're playing for a club of that size. So I, I agree with that. You know, that's down to the individuals. There's nothing the manager can do in terms of that. That's down to the specific individuals. But if you're a manager and you keep playing individuals that it seems that are not given absolutely everything, both on and off the ball, then again, I suppose it falls on the manager, doesn't it? But as a professional player, that shouldn't happen. But at times, yeah. you do see that. I mean, Napoli are flying at the moment, Mike. They, they really are brilliant. But you still feel Rangers should have done more? No, I, I, I think Napoli probably won it the contenders for winning, winning the season, Gordon. Because they, they've turned over um, Liverpool in their own backyard. Well, um, in Italy, um, really performing, uh, really... Um, you know, impressive. Mm. Um, I think they've won like twelve games to bounce. I mean, I mean, I mean, Napoli probably could stuck a third team out tonight and still beat Rangers. I just, to me, I just think the problem is, is Giovan is the, the problem. The problem starts at the top. It's Douglas Spark. I mean, you never see him in, in the media. Um, Ross Wilson. The, 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 you've got to question his recruitment. I could probably name three or four players that have been um, under his tenure that has been decent. He's signed about. 10, 15 players have been absolutely dreadful. I mean, we've got a guy called Offerbar. He's had a heart problem from last season and we've never seen him. And you've also got um, Malik Tillman. You know, he's flat as to deceive. He's had one good game this season where he obviously we, we, we beat Union since he was. But, you know, his recruitment's got to be questioned. I mean, and he's got to take some responsibility and, and instead of leaving Gio to take the flat in the face, Ross Austin needs to come out and find out what, what's going on with the club. I mean, that, I've never seen such a fall from grace in all my life. You know, I mean, the Rangers fans are just absolutely fed up, Gordon. You know, obviously with you being a Murrowell fan, you know, I'm sure, you know, they've had their ups and downs as well. But when you've got a couple of Rangers, there's, there's a, a, an expectation. And to even try, you know, you, you know you've know, got, got to be a special player to play for Rangers. And to, you play for the shirt and switch, you know, even like Celtic as well. You know, Simon, Simon played for Celtic, but, when there's a lot, I just to me I think there's been a lack of application from the players. They've just chucked it. 
And to me, I think there needs to be a change of management. And there's that guy, obviously, Bodo, going to be interested or not, but that's that's another level of ambition that Rangers should be yeah. looking at because because they beat um, Jose Mourinho's Roma 6-1. You know, so I just think, you know, I'm, I think you'll get other callers tonight where, obviously, we're calling, mm-hmm. calling for Gio said, there's just a lack of reaction on the sidelines, Gordon. When, when goals are going left and centre, you know, we're conceding too many goals from, from cross balls, James Sands giving the ball away and... I mean, I was I was just reading the the report tonight that um, we're just there's no midfield, just we're getting overrun in midfield. And John Lundstrom, there's been an absolute dip in form from him. I just there's no players that you can actually take past marks. Yeah, fans can't and won't. Nonetheless, they shouldn't necessarily separate this, Simon. You can see how quickly you know you're going from talking about defending a specific set piece <coughs> or a cross ball tonight. Straight to Douglas Park Straight to, to Ross Wilson Because that's yeah. the scale of the It's a build up of the, frustration, the frustration. You can hear it, Mike, there. That's why I said earlier on I don't think tonight's Result or performance Necessarily changes anything With Rangers fans From before the ball was kicked I think the only thing Maybe will be relief That it wasn't another Six or seven uh, The big one for Rangers now Is Saturday But you can hear it In Mike's voice here The frustration they are, they're flat They're flat They've been getting by In the league Just They beat Dundee 1-0 In the, the, the quarter-final To get into the semi-finals Which they're meeting Aberdeen again They're flat They are flat And mm-hmm. I'm just watching the replays there With Morelis again He's unlucky with the one that got blocked But the other one He should be getting shot away And I, I think that boils down to being Not 100% lean Fit Ready for action And then if you You know The, the bit that Allows you to quickly transition towards questions about recruitment, board members, whatever is probably you know it's summed up in certain areas of the pitch. We spoke about it during the game. Scott Wright started against Ajax, forty-five minutes on the clock, half-time hooked. Ten games later, he's not started apart from a game against Dundee in the League Cup. Then he starts again tonight for for, for what based on on what and then. Sakala replaces him and looks quite bright but the Rangers fans are already making jokes on Twitter saying that means Sakala will be in the bench for the next three games because mm. then Matondo will then come and then they play your Levy team and actually it's Arfield that operates in, in that area why is that? because there's no standout option why is that? because the recruitment in that area has not been up to scratch presumably yeah but also I think you know I always say this that attacking players are confidence players more than anybody else on the pitch. So they need a run of games and they need, you know, opportunities. You, you can't say if someone has a bad 45 minutes and they suddenly come out of the team for three or four weeks. The thing that surprised me with Scott Wright starting today is that against us at the weekend, they used three right midfielders, midfielders three right wingers, and he wasn't one of them. Exactly. And then all of a sudden he starts today's game. So you're, you're totally right. You know, players don't seem to know if they're coming or going. And as an attacking player, and Simon will be able to tell you, more than I can you need that run of form you need to get kind of your eye in. and at this moment in time it's not happening and, and the boys confidence is, is going to be extremely low because again he plays the first 45 minutes today doesn't offer anything for me and you know I, I just think they got the shape wrong and I'm not saying that with hindsight I said that before the game I, I just don't think that you know playing a back four today and the way they set up helped them at all mm, alright thank you Mike you make some passionate points I think everyone can hear your frustration what about Liam and Shots how do you feel? Hiya Pano um, I'm just calling it just Gio's been in, a, in charge now for about a year um, and I'm watching tonight's game and I've watched numerous games over the season and I just don't understand what his tactic is. It was obviously meant to bring everybody who's excited about this Dutch way of playing and it's just hopeless at times. Obviously credit to Napoli, they're sort of a class team but you would expect a wee bit better and the shape's just, I don't even know where it's going and what he's, what's the best formation, what's the best players. 
as you were saying, Scott Wright comes in, plays decent a few games, dropped. Sakala has a nice couple of games, but as it's saying, we'll probably get dropped on Sunday. Uh, Saturday, sorry, against Aberdeen. It's just I don't know where it's going anymore, and I don't know sort of how long it has got left. It's an interesting question, Simon, because I've seen it now so many times, and it's getting to the awkward point where Giovanni van Bronckhorst has been asked about it regularly. If I was to ask you, having played the game, having coached and watched a lot punditry as a fan, describe to me Rangers' style of play. I'd be difficult to give you a style of play. I would. And is that, there's is no, that the issue no, then for fans like there's Liam? No, there's, there's, there's no energy in it. There's no... I think Cholak has possibly dug them out a hole in terms of getting on the end of things and scoring. I think he's got off to the best start. I think it was since Negri, goals-wise. But there's no real... It doesn't to me look like there's any game plan. It looks as if it's it, from game to game. I don't see a lot of Rangers as much as the fans that are calling in see. But when I watch them, like the last few games that I've spoke about, they're, they're lethargic. They look as if they've got no confidence. And I keep going back to the guys maybe played in my position, like Ryan Kent, who when he first came on the scene at Rangers, excitement, the Rangers fans will know better, excitement, creativity. I've spoke about it for about six months about what he actually brings in terms of assisting goals. He wants to get back all the time. That's that's a player to me that's got no confidence at all. Then you look at the the, the recruitment. Now Yilmaz tonight we spoke about it in commentary. He actually looks a decent footballer in possession. Yes, he was under pressure in the the first parts of the game. Out with that, there's there's not really been anything came in. It's it sounds simple, but Aribo and Bassi have not been replaced. And you look back to Celtic the year before when their recruitment was questioned before Ange Postogoglu mm. uh, came in. That's what Rangers are finding just now. The, the guys that are coming in here are not lifting the guys that are mm-hmm. there. And it's it's went backward. From from a team that were in the Europa League final, they've went backward. Rangers have better players than most teams in Scotland, so they will win more games than they don't. Marvin, that, that, that won't change just because they're out of form. But what's the, what's the style? What's the aim? What... Do you know what you what type of performance you expect to see when you watch a Rangers game? They seem to be at the moment that they're a team of, of maybe individuals and they're expecting you know the big players to, to turn up and do something magical. You know whether that's a Tavernier free kick or you know Ryan Kent doing something called Tillman or Cholak at the, the top end. As Simon says, they don't seem to be a team that you know kind of what their style of players are. They you know high intensity. Are they pressing high? Are they a counter attacking team? Are they trying to play through the lines? Just on the Ryan Kent one there, I think. He struggled a little bit more this season because I think Barisic, as I said earlier, is playing a more supportive role. I think Yilmaz was recruited with the right intentions because what we've seen of him today, he's a flying machine and he's willing to go around the winger. Ryan Kent needs that. At times he had Bassi doing that before. You know, he looked a lot better with Bassi going around him and him being able to cut inside. I think if you give Ryan Kent the ball, people can double up on him if you're just going to support him. So listen, I think Yilmaz needs to come in and play now, but... The players also have to take responsibility for this, by the way. Yeah. But the manager, I think, his tactics are going to be called into question now. And it's a big, big couple of weeks coming up for him before the World Cup. I mean, Liam, you heard it all though before the game. You can't be expected to beat Napoli. Um, you know, you, 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 you sort of, I'm not saying you accept a 3-0 defeat, but people were fearing the worst. You're not able to just take this one on the chin and move on. You, you still think that tonight it is part of a bigger problem? To be fair, if you sort of had to ultimate the start when the group got drawn, you get beat 2-0 away from home against uh, Liverpool and then you get beat 3-0 at Napoli 
but considering the sort of results in recently and the way it's just going downhill, like they're talking about Cholak scoring bags loads of goals, but how many sort of chances do we get a game for clear cut? Obviously, no disrespect to Livingston on Saturday, but we had like, no shots on target in the first 45 minutes at home against Livingston. It's just not acceptable. And sort of playing players out of position as well is not going to help. Oh, well, credit to Scott Arthur, but he's not a right, right winger. He's not. He never has been and never, never will be. It's the same when we went to Parkhead and he played Tillman out in the right. He's got players on the bench that can play on the wing and he just chooses not to. And then that goes back to the question, does he know his best team? And does he know what tactic he actually wants to play? Because fair enough, you play Cholak up front. You're, he's not a pressing sort of striker. He's a sort of hops in the box and he's going to grab you 10, 20 goals a season from in the box. So what then? I mean, you, you say you're critical of the... Or you don't know, you just... You genuinely don't know what the style of play is And by the way, the guys agree with you What does that mean? You mean that you've lost all faith in the manager Or you think that they're still, you know Dig in, grind this out till the World Cup Get some players back You still got a bit of faith or is it gone? I don't know if it's lost faith It's just, I don't know if he knows I don't know if he's lost faith in himself Or it's a fair play for what we've done last season in Europe We sort of had that sort We could see last season in Europe We sort of stuck to a game plan Went away from home Dig, dig in Got a result Even if it's a one away for home But this season It just looks like They've just all gave up And Gio's not sort of, It's not the same sort of team As last season Obviously they lost Bassey and Aribo But two players Don't make a full team and If you look at the sort of team That finished last season Compared to this season It's pretty much identical And it's just It's just I don't know where it's going And it's just worrying That it's going to probably get worse Before it gets better Everyone knows this is a, a step up, but, 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 but Rangers, were, but Rangers were Europa League yeah. finalists. I know what saying there, two or three players don't make a team. But see, from me, from a Celtic perspective, I always thought Aribo was a danger. Always thought he was a danger. At final third, they could take somebody out the equation, score a goal. His form was brilliant for that first part of the season. Bassi was excellent for them. He got his move to Ajax. They were t- two big players in that season. Morelos, yeah. all right, we're, we're talking about Morelos from a year, two year ago. He's, Think about the goals he's battled in. He's always a handful, a mobile fit Morelis. You take those three out your team. The guys that have come in, out with Cholak who scored a few goals but is a different type of player to Morelos, the rest haven't really added anything. So for me, it's weak it's weakened the Rangers team for last year. It's not even about them making the team or those three being the main players. You have to worry about them also. So when you go yeah. into playing against Rangers and you're worrying about seven, eight, nine players yeah. instead of two or three players, it's a lot harder to get tight to them. It's a lot harder to know where to show them. But, you know, now, as I said, with, with, I keep referring to Kent, you can double up on Kent a lot easier now because not a lot going on, on the other side because you've got an Arfield playing out there. You've got a Tillman playing out of position who just come in narrow. You've got James Tavernier under Gerrard was constantly going wide and putting balls in the box, now coming to hold him in field area. You know, you're taking away the biggest part of his game attacking-wise. Tavernier needs to be wide, needs to be fed the ball, needs to be crossing the ball from dangerous areas. When he's crossing the ball now, it's, for me, 10, 20 yards too deep, and it makes it so much easier to defend. Uh, thank you, Liam. A bit of frustration out there, Rangers fans. Anyone else feeling a bit more... What's the expression? Anyone else willing to almost just park tonight, move on, forget about that? Or, or does it just feed into the, the overall frustration of the season? Let us know. 01419511025 will get you on next. It's Napoli versus Rangers. The Old Firm in Europe's Big League. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here We're looking over Rangers' defeat in Naples It was 3-0 
On the night Arithmetically Third place is still possible And A drop into the Europa League But that's going to take Quite an evening Against Ajax At Ibrox In the next match day We will be bringing you The thoughts of Giovanni van Bronckhorst Very soon So stay tuned for them I know The way it is Rangers fans I know some of you Don't enjoy hearing um, The explanations at the moment But it's It's clearly important That we find out the the thoughts from inside that Rangers dressing room. Let's go to Gary in Thornley Bank first. Gary, how do you sum up your feelings tonight? How are you doing, Gordon, Marvin, Simon? Good, thank you. I uh, listen for me. Um, I've I've been one of the ones who's been willing to give Gio a bit of time, but for me, that's that's that now. Um, tonight, the selection alone, even before the game started. That for me was a selection of a manager who knew he wasn't getting anything from that game. That was a that was a kind of league cup selection for me. That was just giving players game time. You know, he knew that he was getting nothing from that game. For me, um, so who in particular do you mean? Because you know, Yilmaz doesn't usually play. Did tonight. Morelos doesn't usually play. Did tonight. Scott Wright doesn't usually play. Did tonight. Is it are those are the ones you mean? Yeah, those in particular are the the ones. I mean, um, I mean, obviously, as as a lot of the fans have said, this has been going on for you know this has been coming for weeks now. The performances in general just haven't been good. You know, you can't go scraping wins the whole season. It's going to catch up with you eventually, and it has done. You know, the game against Livingston especially showed that for me. Um, I think on the right side in particular is a big problem as in the winger because we don't have someone who is you know good enough to hold down a regular place for me there you know Scott Wright on his day can be, be good you know Matundo he's a hot and cold one you know there, there's no one for me that really stands out as like a you know I'm going to nail this place down the thing that was probably concerning about that, Gary, is I think I've been getting calls on here making that exact point for about four or five years. When was the last regular right-sided, consistent performer Rangers had? I, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, maybe Hadji when he was fit. You know, he, he was, you know, again, he was one who was excellent on his day. But again, he's one who could go cold sometimes. I... I Honestly, couldn't tell you the last excellent right winger that we had. Yeah, because even at that, Marvin, he, he's a he's a central player. That, but I'm not saying that didn't sometimes work. Aribo was successful at it. Yeah, I'm talking about the consistent, natural right sided, even just option. And it's a genuinely, I, I think you have to go back ages to to think about that one. I mean, Daniel Candias when they were you know sort of trying to to get back to to winning things. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, no, it's definitely been a, a long, long time. And I think, you know, in terms of recruitment, they've tried to recruit right-wingers, um, obviously right, Sakala, uh, Matondo, um, to speak of three. And I think they've just struggled to get it right. You know, to be fair to Matondo, he's a young man um, in his kind of first season at the club. I think he will go on to be a really good player. I think he's shown flashes of what he could be about. Um, but I think the difficulty is when you have an out-and-out right-winger in front of James Tavernier, it stifles his play. I really, really do think that. I think you need an inverted winger on mm. that side. And at this moment in time, they don't have it. Even like you said, when Hadji goes out there or a Tillman or an Arfield, there's not that balance, is there, of someone really driving inside and really driving at defenders. So I think that's an, an area that you know they'll try and look to either sign in January or, or maybe the end of the season. 
the list of Simon's massive. So even and I'm talking just the last couple of weeks, last couple of games. Obviously, Sakala finished the match there tonight. Yeah. Scott Wright started it. It was Scott Arfield at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Matondo, Tillman's played there. Anyone else this season? That just about cover it. And then yeah. obviously last season, Aribo would do it. Mm-hmm. Ahmad Diallo, remember him? That yeah. was that was yeah. supposed to be one of the solutions to the, to the right side. Um, as um, Gary mentions, Yanis Hadji's gone there. That's in the last what? See half a seat, just over half a season. Yeah. You're talking like eight, maybe eight different players have operated yeah. in that. It just goes back to what we we're discussing. There doesn't seem to be <clears throat> a plan put in place for recruitment. Uh, you mentioned a rebo there. He would probably be the ideal one that, that Marv's talking about coming inside to allow the space for Tavernier going up the the wing. But there's there's no real Matondo's a young kid. Nobody has taken the bull by the horns in that position for Rangers. Uh, and Gary will not thank me for comparing across the road, but you look at the guys across the road that Postacoglu is changing, but the, you know where they're playing. You know Maeda and Jota are playing on that width. They've got Forrest, they've got Haksimanovic, they've got Jota. They play another width, they've got two guys in it. You always know when the, the Celtic team comes out, you can virtually tell where everybody's playing. Tonight that team comes out and we're kind of scratching our heads mm-hmm. in here. Is it a back three? Is it a four, two, three, one? How, how are they going to shape up here? Doesn't that scream a change of shape needed at Rangers then? Doesn't it mean that if you don't have a right winger, then you, you go to possibly. like a 3-4-3 three, three yeah, and possibly. you have Tavernier down one side with somebody, you know, slightly lopsided and then you can have Yilmaz down the kind of the other side and you have Kent in front of him. I think, you know, the way they went in the second half is the way they need to go. Possibly, but again, you, you, you still keep reverting back to recruitment. We, we, we're scratching our heads because a lot of the, the fans that phoned in before the game are talking about Tavernier being left mm-hmm. out, but there's no real... The, the kids... The boy Divine they're asking yep. for him, but there's nobody else there challenging him. Just so that my list is accurate, did Aaron Ramsey ever play off that side in any of the games? I think he maybe yeah. did, you know. Yeah. Um I think he did. I mean, play even go back right. to guys like Brandon Barker had the odd night in Europe. It's it's been a long list. Um Thank you, Gary. Let's go to Springburn and check in with Billy and see how he feels about things. Billy, what in particular stood out for you tonight? Well, basically, it's what stood out again is why Kent's still in the park and still getting a Rangers jersey because he brings something to the, the team, brings nothing to the table, quite honestly. He doesn't shoot forward, he never beats a man, he cuts back, he loses the ball, he can't pass the ball five yards. I just don't know what you basically sees him, quite honestly. Who should take his place? Well, any, anybody, anybody puts a shift in, quite honestly, to take his place because he, my point is, he's no, he's no getting his shift. To me, he's lacklustered. He gives the ball to the left back and lets him cross the ball. Uh, every time he gets the ball, he checks back in, lays the ball back. He's a winger that does nothing. Does he beat a man? So why is he actually on the park, quite honestly? I mean, he's not kicked a ball all season, quite honestly. So it's not just a one game. Every week, I mean, it's just, it doesn't beat a man. doesn't look like he's interested. I think he scored at one goal against Hearts. I think it was about 92nd minute or something like that, I mean. But he's done nothing all season and Gio keeps picking him. But I don't think Gio actually knows what his best team is anyway, quite honestly. Well, there we are. Back to that, Simon, because Billy just said, yeah. just put anyone, anyone else in. But sh- is, is there, <clears throat> even if Ryan Kent is underwhelming Billy, who's really chomping at who's the bit better? to say that he, yeah. he's definitely the one that can go in and, and take the place? The frustration with Ryan Kent is it's, it's there. It's there and I think... I don't know, does Gio see it in training? I know you, you get players that can do it in training and think, right, this will be the game, this will be the game. I think Ryan himself has to find something to trigger 
his form Billy's right it, it does play safe for me the last few games I've seen Marv makes a good point Yilmaz playing at the back does that give him that extra bit of support moving forward does that distract players you know at times Kent picks the ball up and there's maybe three four players around him usually on a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. But he can only find that himself. And I think that might be the frustration. I might be completely wrong, but there's nobody, for me, on form better than him at, at Rangers in that position. But I agree with Billy. He's not yeah. produced it for a, for a while. Arvin, there was a great article, I'm sure many people have seen it, in The Athletic this week, where the reporter spent the week with your team, with Livy. He was allowed in the dressing room before the game at Ibrox at half-time. And, and so there was a good insight. And it seemed that your game plan, it was written on your, your board... Ryan Kent, do not let him cut inside. That's what it said on your board at Ibrox on Saturday. Just explain that to us. You feel like that as long as you can do that against him at the moment, you you negate his, his threat. Well, not just him. That's the but that is a tactic against any inverted winger. The last thing you want to do, which we saw Yilmaz do time after time today, is let an inverted winger inside onto his strongest foot. So we knew if we let Ryan Kent go down the line, he, one he's crossing on his weaker foot, but two the defenders behind them were set to defend. You know, there's nothing worse as a defender when you don't know where the winger's going to go, whether he's going to go down the line, whether he's going to go inside. Because if he goes inside, his crossing angle's a lot different to going down the line. So our fullbacks, you know, from day one has been show people down the line and we deal with it after that. So, yeah, that's what we want to do. We knew, you know, about being disrespectful, Barisic isn't going to go around him too often. You know, we knew they were going to set it back. And then again, we're set in, in our positions to head the ball away. So, yeah, that was a massive one for us going into that game. Ryan Kent does not come inside under any circumstances. So how much of this do you hold against Ryan Kent for not performing Billy? And how much do you hold against the manager for picking him? Yeah, I pick, well, definitely not the manager. Because the manager puts him on the back. You, you're not doing your job. Like any other job, usually you either get moved on or you don't get played in the football team. You know what I mean? And there's other players there champing the bit to play. You know what I mean? When anybody in, in tighten up the midfield and even play them, it'd be better than playing them put on some positive things in. Who though? Do you, you know who are they? Who do you think's a better bet than Kent right now? That's why I play Sakala. I don't even put him out in the left. I mean, quite honestly, I mean, he's not the greatest player in the world, but I mean, when I give you give you a shirt, Kent will give you nothing. He's got all the skill in the world, granted, but he's no doing it. And if he's no doing it, he should be on the park. It's simple as that. Yeah. You think you know? You think he knows best at eleven? Quite honestly, Gio, to me, Gio's on borrowed time. Have you ever got to go against Livingston in, in, in the weekend? You should have been away anyway. I should have been away well before now anyway. So you, you don't think tonight makes it... Tonight doesn't change anything that much, is that what you're saying? Because you wouldn't have expected to win it anyway. You think the, 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 the damage was done before that? Aye, a defeat's a defeat. Whether it's five or three, it, it doesn't make a difference. It took Morelos off, and to me, Morelos is the only guy who's going to score the goal. I mean, I know it's... Cutting a couple of times of deflection, but Morelos is always a goal in him, and it's come up. I don't know though because he missed a sitter, Billy, didn't he? When his big chance came along, hundred percent he missed. But I think he's there. I mean, he's in the position. I mean, mm. it just seems like you, you go through everyone, really, couldn't you, at the moment? Yeah, I actually it's thought good. Ryan Kent was okay in the second half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. After all that, no, I actually, I actually did. I, I thought there was, he was, there was bits in the first half as well. I think we talk about positivity and going forward. There was a little bit, so he linked up with Yomaz. He didn't quite get the pass right, but yep. Yomaz dug it out for a good cross for the Barelos chance. Tonight's maybe not the ideal game where you're not backs to the wall, but you're doing a lot of defending against a strong Napoli team away from home. But games like Saturday are where you need him to go and open up things for, against Aberdeen and create things and get the team lifted. 
Yeah, that's that's where you're looking for him to go and do the damage. Just because someone's keeping us right, I think it's uh, Scott Cathro sent in to say just for your list, uh, Kamar Roof's played off the right a few times. There <laughs> yeah, there you go, another um, name. I'll add him. I'll add him there. There was what was the one game? Um, there was one recently where Ryan Kent sat it out from the start. It was. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute, or I'll check it, or someone will remind me. But but by and large, it, there's there's clearly not a level of faith there. I mean, Billy says he would play Sakala. Can, can you really envisage a? I don't think Sakala's. Or many times we know Sakala on that left hand side. Sakala's all about pace. It's all about playing on maybe that right hand side, or he's played through the middle. He got a great couple of chances at Celtic Park last year through the middle. He's all about pace. I wouldn't say he's the cleverest player to work his way in the park and play off people. Well, Alvin Matondo out there. It was St Mirren, wasn't it, that they played? Kent didn't play. It was a 4 0 yeah. game because yeah, it was, yeah. Sakala was right and Matondo. Mm-hmm. I think you're more likely to see him down the left, but again, you know, you shouldn't be looking for ways to get other people in. Ryan Kent should be, you know, doing what the Rangers fans expect of him, what he has the ability to do. And it's all. It, it's easy to think tonight Because tonight's a great example of it Where Sakala did look bright when he came on mm. And he makes an impact But what then often happens And you can't forget this Is he then maybe does get the nod to start the next one And then it's a bit underwhelming And he comes off Is that back to, to what you or, or even worse He then somehow doesn't get the nod After a positive sub-appearance Is that what you said about As much as the pressure's on Just trying to give a f- give some players a run in the team And get some some consistency you, you need to do that you know because very rarely can you bring a player in f- for one game out of every five or six and they're gonna you know set the world alight it, it doesn't it doesn't happen I think you know as a manager you have to kind of have your best 11 in your head and then you know out with you know people underperforming for a, a period of time and then changing it up you need to be able to stick to that if they're fit I don't think at this moment in time you know Gio knows what his starting 11 is out of the players that are fit and and that's a massive massive worry um, because, you know, as I said, you, you can't keep going through games. And a caller said earlier on, the last time he was impressed with them, I think it was against Hearts. Um, they've obviously had the 4-0 against St Mirren, but that was that was six or seven games ago. Yeah. You know, you can't be playing for Rangers Football Club. And the last time you had an acceptable performance was six games ago. You know, something's not right there. Yeah, Hank Hearts was eight, eight games ago in yeah. St Mirren, six. You're right. So uh, thank you, Billy. 01419511025. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is coming up next. It's Napoli versus Rangers. The Old Firm in Europe's Big League. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Rangers fans, how do you feel about this explanation from your manager? Here's what he had to say uh, about the defeat in Naples. You have to start well in an environment like we face today. I think the two goals we conceded in 50 minutes were, you know, in both occasions we were two against one in the centre against one striker. Because of the smart movements, you know, they could have scored, uh, they could score two times. You know, that's, you know, for us to give the, those kind of goals in Champions League, it's too easy. I think the reaction we showed afterwards was very positive. We had a big moment to, uh, to score 2-1 just before half-time. And I think especially in the second hour, we showed character. You know, we were um, very well organized. We didn't give any big chances away and tried to push for the, for the goal, which we created some big moments. But if you don't take those moments uh, in these kind of games, then, um, you know, of course, it's difficult to win. And then in the end, we conceded a, a corner kick. But, 
you know, I think the, 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 the team showed character second half and, you know, we were trying to, to get something out of the, uh, the game, but in the end, uh, we didn't. You can't imagine the, the, the opponents we are facing at this moment in this group. You know, we think about our performances, of course, but we have to be realistic and see what kind of opponents we are, we are playing against. That's always the case when you're in Champions League and the level we are facing at the moment in this group is immense. If you look at the, the results elsewhere, big teams, you know, uh, Juventus, Barcelona, they don't even qualify for the Champions League. So that's all, you know, I can say it's the level uh, we face at the moment. It's, it's very high and you have to be ready for 90 minutes. And I think those moments we created in the game, we should have taken it. What do you make of that, John and Parkhead? I know he's doing all right. I know it's getting a bit late. Uh, <laughs> Don't you first worry. And foremost, first, and, first and foremost, I mean, uh, I've heard this, and I'm no, I'm no, I'm no one Geo out, or I don't want him side, but I've heard all this before, and I'm actually kind of fed, fed up listening to it. My honest opinion, Gordon, maybe go back six weeks ago, when I think the manager actually kind of set the, kind of, the tone when he says we couldn't compete at this level. And I don't know if maybe if that's getting to the players' heads, to be honest with you. Uh, but tonight, my honest opinion, at two, at two nothing, Morelos missed the chance. The one in the second half, it's a big chance. But my honest opinion, I think Napoli would have probably stepped up another gear. That's my honest opinion. Maybe made it three or four. But the second half was a wee bit better. But I think we've, we've got to move on. Saturday, we've got four league games before we break for the World Cup, and they're massive. And we've got to take we've got to take maximum points for the four games. Isn't it? With respect to the four teams that we're playing, the Aberdeen, St. Johnson, Hearts, and, and St. Mum, we've got to take we've got to take twelve points for that. Uh, and another thing, obviously at the, at the board, you know, I, I know I know wee bits and pieces, but there's a lot of stuff going on at the board level, and I don't, I'm not saying that affects. It may affect the manager, but there's stuff going on at the board. The whole club's not in a very good place at the moment, and that's from top to bottom. And I think it's going to get it's going to get sorted out. Uh, and I don't just before I know maybe I'll let, I'll let you come in. A lot of Rangers fans might say I'm Ryan saying this, but maybe that was maybe maybe beat nine home and maybe wasn't a good thing because we've never been told what's happened with the money. We're, 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 must have been earned. We're told we were going to get excess. I don't know, was it thirty, forty million or something. Yeah, they always throw out, they always throw out forty million. I know there's been articles done since that suggest it's actually a bit less than that, but it's certainly a lot of money. That's for sure. And yeah, Rangers fans maybe when it got to transfer window time wanted more of that spent. Um, what do you make of the messaging from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst? That's what John's got an issue with. The messaging uh, six weeks ago and then sort of similar lines tonight. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I agree with John. It's not something you really tell your players because otherwise domestically everyone that goes to play against Rangers and Celtic you wouldn't ever turn up to do anything. Um, it's about finding a way. There's no doubt about it. You know, Napoli have a bigger budget than, than Rangers. Um, you know, we all know that. But it's about finding a way. And teams do it domestically. Um, so they have to do it on the European stage. Especially, you know, Napoli made six changes today from the last team that started in the league. You know, Rangers had to find a way to do something. And not only in this game, in other games as well. Getting beat 7-1 by Liverpool is not acceptable. You know, they have to find a way. And for me, it's kind of a defeatist attitude to say you know what, we're at a level where we shouldn't really be and we can't really compete because if that's what you think about your players before you go out there, mm -hmm. as John says, that filter's down. It's the yeah. timing of it as well. I won't, I won't let him say it because he doesn't need any more, but the gap between Livingston and Rangers' finances is much bigger, I heard, I heard much you, bigger yeah. than the gap between Rangers and Liverpool's finances. Last and night you know what happened at the weekend. Yeah, and, and that's, that's football, that's sport, and... 
to touch on John's point there, I, I, I don't think the Rangers fans want to hear that. Was it five, six weeks ago? Yeah. It's it just... Because people kind of know it deep down, don't they? I don't think anyone is daft enough to to not realise. But So therefore, do you need to put it out there? Do you need to plant the seed? No, no. I don't think anybody... And I think maybe Gio would regret putting that out there, to be honest, because... Is he not just sort of doubled bit, down on it tonight? It's a wee bit defeatist. And does that ref- does that then spill into the players? I think what's maybe tough here, John, is it is it the is it the speed of this stuff? Because Napoli are better than anything you'll face in the Europa League. Liverpool are better than anything you'll face in the Europa League, for sure. So it is a step up, but you were still Europa League finalists in May, weren't you? So like, you know, it's, it's not like you're getting pitched into European competition for the first time ever. You know, you managed to upset Dortmund, managed to upset Leipzig. Is, is that why fans were fans didn't really want to hear that stuff a couple of months on? Gordon, I'm just <coughs> Gordon. I seen it on Saturday against Marvin. Marvin team was at the game on Saturday. The, 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 the body language, the body language, of some of your players is is not right. I, I've been watching it for a wee while, and we've, we've got no shape to the team. We've got we've got absolutely no no shape. Stephen Stephen Tab, and I'm not going back. To, I'm not going back to Stephen Jenner. And I know teams kind of suss Rangers out, but see when you had Tammy going up one wing and you had Barisic up the other wing. And it was brilliant to watch. And I know I know what happens. I mean, Marvin will probably tell you, you sit in the dressing room, they suss teams out, they've got to stop him, you've got to stop that one. But it was a diff- it was different. There's just, there's just something. And I say, I don't want the manager to get the side, but I think, he's, I think his jacket's on a kind of shaky peg, you know what I mean? I, I really do. And it's just, if it does... If it does, sadly, if it gets a, if it gets a bump, then it'll, it'll be sad. But, but, but as Rangers fans, we're no daft. They, they've been watching us for quite some time now, and it's it's no nice to watch. It's it's, it's no nice. I mean, you're leaving the game on a Saturday, and I, I left the game on Saturday, and I'm saying to myself, this is how I think. And I, I'm always a, a week ahead. We beat Livingston. We, we got a result against Aberdeen, and we go a point ahead of Celtic. I know people go, you're having jumped. That's how I think. Then you put the ball this, but back to the SPFL, you put the ball back into Celtic score again before they play Livingston on Sunday. I mean, two home games there, and nothing against Livingston. They, they were well drilled on Saturday. And by the way, Marvin, you're no bad at carrying that uh, the the bucket with the juice, man. <laughs> 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 that's what he's book is all he does, John. He tells <laughs> us he's a mastermind. Oh, the big man was good. Huh? <laughs> uh, that, that's it in a nutshell, Simon. Even if you want to do what Giovanni van Bronker says and say, ah, do you know what? But it's Champions League, different level. He's but under pressure. Fine, look, Saturday then. Yeah, m- massive. Under, with the comments, he's under. He's under pressure. Mm-hmm. So he has to. He has to say something to try and relieve the pressure. The form isn't good. You can't get away from that. As John says, there the fans won't be fooled. But this game coming up next is huge. He's rained off four league games there before the World Cup com- comes in. These are make or break. For him And yeah You don't want to see people Losing their jobs These are hu- Huge These four games Coming up for Rangers Absolutely John I think that will be it I think you'll bring the curtain down I mean Finishing style pra- Praising Marvin Bartley's <laughs> Water boy uh, Efforts So thank you John I, I remember that one lifting the no, no, no! I'll get that wrong. <laughs> Are you still doing that thing when you're protecting a lead or protecting a point? You kick the ball on deliberately and slow the game down. <laughs> I don't the know what you're on about. No? Come on! Oh, someone told time. me you do that. No. <laughs> That's one for you all to look out for. Uh, on that note, sorry, Rangers fans, it wasn't a cheerier one for you tonight. We are back.
Tomorrow of course we can now look back on it all And maybe Hearts will give us something to cheer From a Scottish football perspective uh, They are at home in the Europa Conference League tomorrow Thank you Marvin, thank you to Simon uh, For a late night one Mark Wilson, Gordon DL back tomorrow And right now we'll hand over to Amber So she's got you for the next couple of hours And we'll speak to you at 6 tomorrow